Hi, and welcome back to the Marketing Lawcast. I'm your host, Jennifer Goddard, with my guest today, Troy Werner of the Werner Law Firm. Welcome, Troy. Thanks, Jennifer. It's so great to see you and see you in your tex- your new Texas office. Yes. And how long have you been open there in Texas? Uh, so uh, we've been open for about a year. Uh, we're in Frisco, Texas, so we're about a half hour north of Dallas. Awesome. Well, just to give uh, our listeners a little bit of background about who you are and and uh, your law firm, why don't you tell us a little bit about um, you know your practice? And I know you took over your dad's law firm, so just kind of give us a little bit of history to bring everybody up to speed. Before we dive into today's episode, a special shout out to our sponsor, Quid Pro Quo. Are you a law firm looking to scale or sell your practice? QPQ's expert team can help you unlock your firm's full potential. Stay tuned for valuable insights brought to you by QPQ. Sure, sure. So uh, I'm from Santa Clarita, California. Um, My father started our firm there in 1975. Uh, It's about 45 minutes north of Los Angeles, a nice suburb there. he started it as a general practice. It was a small town at the time. So he did a little bit of everything. Um, there was a hitching post outside of the office when he started. So he he would have a bunch of random clients. Some of them would hire him through just bartering, offering him random stuff. But uh, it was much different uh, for him than when I started back uh, and joined the firm in 2009. So uh, it had been a general practice all that time. Uh, when I passed the bar and got sworn in, I was thrown into court the next day uh, doing criminal defense, family law, civil litigation, evictions, all of that. Um, but over uh, the course of my career, I, I realized I really loved estate planning. That was more suited towards my talents, what I enjoyed doing and talking to clients. So since then, uh, I've really shifted the practice to estate planning and probate. Uh, my dad retired uh, in 2013. So I've been running the firm the last uh, 10 years. So I've, I've been blessed to be able to really guide it into those areas that I, I like. So one of my first questions, Troy, is I know some of our our listeners are kind of in the position where your where your dad was. They've got a law firm and they're hoping that their son or daughter will come into that law firm. But then sometimes that sort of backfires, you know, and, and the child says, oh, I'm never going to be a lawyer. So what was it that kind of drew you into that? Yeah, um, I, I got this question a lot. I, I really can't pinpoint it. Um, I, I wish I knew exactly everything my dad did because I, I, my wife and I have a four-year-old son that I'm hoping might take over our firm someday. But uh, he he really didn't push me into it or, or pressure me to do it. He he let me know that it was available, uh, that he was going to retire at, at some point soon, and that if uh, I was interested in taking it over, that it was available to me. Uh, and and I had a great childhood. Um, we were we were really lucky to have and just the success that he had, and I benefited from it. So, and I wanted to be successful like him and provide that to my family. So, as I was going through undergrad, and like all undergrads, they just really don't know what they're going to do with the rest of their lives. This seemed like a really good opportunity 
to take it over. And also he was going to retire soon. So it was going to be a missed opportunity uh, if I didn't actually uh, take advantage of it at that time. So as you were growing up, did you work in the law office at all? I, I, I worked there briefly in high school, uh, just with random file clerk stuff. Uh, I, I was a cross country and track runner and our route would run past my dad's office. So, and my siblings and I, I have a brother and sister. We were always in the office. Like I, I remember probably when I was six sitting on the couch in my dad's office, watching him work. Uh, so it was very cool ultimately and years and years later to be in that office, that being my office and the same couch being there. Um, so, so yeah, uh, it was a good, good experience. That's a very, it's a very cool and very inspiring story. I'm, I'm sure your dad's really super proud of you and what yeah. you've accomplished, you know, speaking of which we talked uh, a little bit about how your firm has grown just over the past few years, can you tell us a little bit about um, like how many people you have and and the the area that you serve and how your firm has grown so so well? I mean, you're really a business person as well as a lawyer. Yes, yes, um, and that's really what I've focused on the business part of it for the past seven eight years. Uh, the first uh, five six years of my career really felt like I was just learning how to practice law. I was just in the business. I was helping clients, which was great. Uh, but looking at the business end of things, we were just sort of stagnant. We were steady. Right. We had six or seven employees. Um, since then, I mean, there's a couple of books that I read that really helped me. Uh, the the E-Myth Revisited, I read a while ago. Uh, traction I, I recently read. Uh, it really helped me learn and focus a lot more on the business and setting goals and setting up policies and procedures uh, to make things flow more smoothly and to be able to focus on marketing and what our goals were, were uh, and really all of that. So just a bunch of little things over the years has helped us grow uh, to where we are right now. We've We've over doubled our revenue uh, in the past five years or so. Uh, we have a staff of about 15. Uh, we serve uh, Santa Clarita is our main office, which is about 45 minutes north of LA. Uh, but we have satellite offices throughout the area. So we serve all of LA. So that's been a big part of it too. But we've really set up a great business uh, that that I'm, I'm proud of. And I'm excited about continuing to grow. Yeah, you know, that's so important because one of the things that is kind of unique about your law firm is you really um, focus and, and enjoy having that probate client. And it sounds to me like one of the one of the keys to the success there is those all are all those systems that you've put in place. You know, yes. Tell me a little bit about that. Cause like I said earlier, you know, a lot of our clients don't want to do probate and that, that kind of caught my eye that that's, that's a focus for you. Yes. I, uh, I can understand why they don't want to do probate. Uh, I, I've felt the same way in the past probate in California, especially it's a monster. Um, it can take over a year to complete. There's 
500 plus steps and to go through. Uh, it's just there's a lot that can happen over the course of a year. Uh, and you're, you're not always in control of everything. Things can go sideways. Uh, clients can disappear. Uh, it's hard to keep those files on track. Whereas estate planning, most of the time, you're done with those files in a month. Clients are motivated. Uh, they're happy to get this stuff done. Uh, you have happy clients and you're done with it. Um, but that that's really why I've started to focus a lot on probate as well, because there are not a lot of good probate firms in the Los Angeles area. Uh, a lot of firms sort of do it on the side because it's sort of related to estate planning and they feel like they need to provide that service, but they don't love it. Uh, they don't have the system set up. Um, and attorneys in general, and to be honest, they do not have the best customer service. We don't have the best uh, rapport and reputation for providing customer service to clients. So I really want to change that. Uh, probate and the clients that we're dealing with, they've just typically lost a loved one. Uh, they're dealing with that grief and they're suddenly realizing that they cannot access mom or dad's bank account to pay the mortgage. They're uh, talking to a realtor and they're realizing that they cannot sell the home without going through probate. So they're already not in a good mental state mm -hmm. to deal with a complicated legal issue. And now they're stuck having to go through what I think is a really intimidating thing of finding a lawyer, hiring a lawyer, going through this process. So our goal is really to make things simple and straightforward for our clients. Uh, we want them to feel like they're understanding the next steps all throughout the process. I want them, when they hear horror stories of people going through probate, I want them to think, hey, I, I didn't really have that experience. Yeah, it wasn't ideal <laughs> to have to wait, but it was just a process. Um, so there's just not a lot of firms providing that. We've set up systems to really start to finish. We have staff helping them throughout the whole case. Uh, so I'm really happy with how we've set that up. Um, we've, we've really done a good job uh, setting our factory in that. You know, the, there's a challenge on two fronts, it sounds like to me. The first one is getting your systems in place so that everything runs smoothly and you don't miss deadlines and you get all those 500 steps done. Um, but the other is, you kind of hinted at this, the hiring. You know, you've got staff that are dealing with folks who are not in the best place emotionally. How have you approached that hiring challenge? Yeah, um, I, I love Traction, uh, the, the book Traction, because it, it talks a lot about and having the right people in the right roles and, and really setting the core values for your firm. And I, I think about office space and you see the, the work posters on the wall, like honesty and integrity, all that stuff that is, is somewhat meaningless. Uh, but when we hire now, we are really looking for people that number one, are empathetic and want to help people. They have a desire to help people. Uh, I've been really blessed to be able to find great people 
to add to our firm and add to our team over the years. And I think that that's really the common theme is that they have that drive to help people uh, and and that that resonates with our clients. Um, I think just generally as lawyers, we're blessed to be able to be in a career that that we get to help people directly every day. Um, estate planning attorneys specifically, we're not dealing with clients who are giant companies. And these are clients, people that may need an attorney once or twice in their lives. It's a scary thing. Uh, so we get to help them through a very, very scary and intimidating process. So to have staff that have that same mindset has been has been really Are you ready to uh, unlock your firm's full potential? Our partner, Quid Pro Quo, can help you do exactly that with a comprehensive valuation of your business. What will you gain from a Quid Pro Quo valuation? A snapshot of your firm's value landscape. A detailed analysis of your firm's financial health and growth avenues a comprehensive assessment of six key value factors, tailored recommendations for growth, and workbook-style questions for strategic thinking. Sounds like there's everything to gain and nothing to lose. Contact QPQ today at info at quidproquolaw.com or visit them online at quidproquolaw.com and set up a clarity call to get started today. Now, when you are interviewing people, do you use any kind of assessments or do you just kind of get the feeling from those folks that they're going to be a good fit or what's your process? Uh, we should start using personality tests. Uh, I've, I've seen some of my colleagues use them and they, they say great things about them. Uh, we have a, a really uh, structured uh, application process. We have applicants do a written interview uh, with a lot of questions geared towards sort of getting those insights into their character. Uh, we'll, we'll conduct... Um, Zoom or in-person interviews with both myself and a couple of my staff members. So we we try to get a sense for that stuff through that. Um, there's there's only so much you can do at the end of the day, but right. and having those specific traits in mind really really helps us eliminate candidates that may otherwise seem good but may not be the best for that position. Right, exactly. And having all of that working from your systems and processes to supporting the, the client um, with someone who does listen and, and is empathetic, that's really the key for the profitability in that probate area. Yes. Yes. I mean, we've seen so many more five-star reviews since we've been improving these processes and procedures and really focusing our staff on OP. This is our goal. This is what your role is. This is what you're there to help the client with. Uh, so clients overall are happier. It's getting us a lot more five-star reviews. That's getting us more clients. So it's great to see this all snowball uh, into really the success of the firm is today. 
And um, so we talked at the very beginning that you're sitting in your Texas office. And tell us a little bit about this move to Texas and what your plans are there. Yeah, yeah. So I grew up in California, lived there my whole life. Um, it's really different when you have a kid. Um, my wife and I have a four-year-old son, I mentioned. Uh, and we're at the point a couple of years ago where we had to decide, okay, do we want to raise him here in our hometown uh, in California, or where do we think the best place to raise him would be? Uh, we, we moved to Texas uh, last year, uh, mid last year. Uh, we love it so far. It's great. Uh, with estate planning, it's, it's a good opportunity, I think, to, to uh, spread into a different market as well. Um, so, and that, that was really the driving force behind it is is really deciding where we wanted to spend our time as a family, uh, and also to be able to take advantage of, of the business opportunity. I love that that is a family driven decision and because of the freedom that you have being a lawyer and having your own firm, you could choose. That's, that's really a, a, a huge blessing. Yes. And, and one of the things, uh, I, I wouldn't have thought that this was possible a few years ago, uh, before COVID. I mean, we were sort of cloud based, but a lot of it was still based in office. But COVID, we were not in the office for eight months. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we, we were able to see that virtual could work, that this could work. Um, so yeah, we, we were able to take what we learned from that and now apply it. I have two staff members here with me in our Texas office. Uh, we have half of our staff in California. We have some staff members that are, are full virtual. Um, so it's been an interesting thing to basically make that, that work and productive. It's different, but through Zoom meetings and, and visiting the offices, it's it's really worked out great. It's a real hybrid model. And uh, that's that seems to be what's working best is not fully one or the other, but that hybrid. So you still have some it, personal interaction. You still, it, you know, so you still have that personal touch, but you're able to access so many more resources. Yeah, yeah. So um, there's a, a, an aspect of this that I think a lot of people will be interested to learn. Since you've grown so and you're 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 expanding, what are you doing for your marketing? What are your what are some of your secrets uh, for success on the marketing front? So I, I I I joined. I hired you all at Integrity <laughs> Marketing Solutions uh, just about a year ago. I've loved the marketing part of the law of running the business since I started in the beginning. And I've always been focused on organic Google search results, on SEO, uh, on being top three search results when someone looks for Santa Frida probate lawyer. So that's really what my focus has been since the beginning uh, of my my career. and I, I was with another marketing firm for a long time, for five, six years before I shifted to you. But you all just make it easy. Uh, the big thing is just the amount of content, good content that we're able to put on our site, 
uh, with SEO and terms built into that. Uh, I, I didn't see that offered anywhere else. Uh, I, I was really happy with our website before we shifted over. I thought uh, going into hiring and joining you all that I was really just doing it for the blog content. Uh, but you all did a great job with revamping our site. I love it. Uh, I didn't even know we needed to revamp it, but it looks so much better. Um, the, the content is great. And we can see the results already uh, for the Los Angeles area. Um, so that that's really what we've been focused on, setting up those systems to make it as automated as possible. I have a right, assistant right. helping uh, to, to just make sure things are running smoothly. Um, but also Google reviews. Uh, yeah. We are very much focused on Google reviews uh, and, and getting those from our clients, uh, having a good system to request those, figuring out the most effective ways to get those. Uh, and that, that makes a big difference. Oh, absolutely. I know that we are constantly working with our clients to help get more more Google reviews. And sometimes um, attorneys can be a little bit uh, nervous about trying to get those reviews because they're afraid they're going to get a bad review. Have you ever had a bad review? Yes, of course. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, mean, we've been around for a long time. Uh, I'm Lucky in that I mean, our five-star reviews just dwarf any Absolutely. negative reviews. Uh, but there's always going to be uh, people that you cannot please. Uh, a lot of them are from people that aren't even our clients. Uh, yeah. And we, we just have a handful of, of bad reviews. But it might be a beneficiary in a probate case that we have no connection with at all, but they just feel that the the, the probate process takes too long. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just random stuff like that, but you just respond to them with grace. I think that if you're responding to them and like when I'm looking at a business and looking at their reviews, I can sort of tell, okay, this is the one-star review, but like it wasn't really a legitimate yeah. reason to leave that. And then the business owner responded promptly uh, and, and gracefully. Um, so I think that can sometimes get a client uh, when you have a 4.9 instead of a 5 and, and they can see that, okay, and this is sort of a real company psychologically. They, they have some some bad stuff. Yeah, and you're not wrong. You know, actually studies studies support that, that, that 4.7, 4.9 is much more believable to mm-hmm. people when they're looking at those reviews. And I, I always tell people exactly what you just said. How do you respond, uh, you know, to this fear of getting a bad review? Be proactive about getting lots of good reviews. Yeah, that's that's the main thing right there. Yeah. And of course, when you're given stellar customer service like you guys are, you're going to get those great five star reviews. Yeah, I, I read something too, um, and there are a lot of clients where we're not sure like whether they'll leave a five star review or not. Um, so we used to, and you have an inclination to want to ask the A plus clients, the ones you know will leave a five star review. You ask them, and then there's a lot of clients in that middle ground where you're not really sure. You think and you you did a a good job for them, but uh, they weren't 
really vocal about it. Um, but giving them an opportunity to either leave a review or leave feedback and having the opportunity for them to leave feedback simply could avoid a potential one-star review if they feel that they have that outlet to actually leave a response and they get that out of the system instead yeah. to you privately uh, instead of leaving it publicly uh, on Google. So and there, there's a benefit to sending them out anyways. Absolutely. So what's next for you and, and the Werner Law Firm? Uh, so uh, we're, we're really just building on, on what we have worked on over the past couple of years. Um, we've, I feel like we've set up our factory very well for probate. We've set up our marketing on a great trajectory. We're getting five-star reviews in. Uh, so we're basically setting goals for 2024 on marketing to be able to get enough leads, to get enough probate and estate planning cases, to be able to have our staff handle those cases. So we've set up all these, um, I call them rocks, uh, yeah. but all, all these specific benchmarks for all of our uh, different parts of our, our firm to hit. Uh, and the goal is to figure out what's working, whether we're hitting those, or if we're not hitting those, what we need to do to to make that happen. Will there be more states where you expand to beyond California, I, Texas? I, I don't think so. I, I think <laughs> we're good. Um, I've I've had the opportunity uh, to do that, but I, I think I have enough on my plate. <laughs> so one more thing, Troy. Um, if there's some uh, attorneys listening who are striving, you know, they're they're not to that level where you are right now, and they're thinking, how do I get from where I am? Um, maybe I'm a solo practitioner with like one person working in my office. How do I move forward? What, what would be some of your best pieces of advice for them? Sure. Um, I mean, back 2016, 2017, I was frustrated as a law firm owner. I felt like I was basically working for my staff, uh, that I was working long hours and uh, I wasn't honestly getting paid enough to deal with all of that stuff. So I, I really shifted my mindset slowly uh, to figuring out how to run it more effectively as a business. Uh, and there's a lot of content out there. I mentioned traction. I mentioned the E-Myth Revisited. But it's a lot of baby steps you can take when you have the time to slowly build up your law firm. Uh, you all use Lawmatics. I think that that's great. Having a, a CRM program to track leads, having practice management program just to, to be able to track the status of your cases, that gives you peace of mind. But all these are tools to really help build the policies and procedures of your, your law firm to keep it on course. So um, you're just slowly working on the parts of your law firm that you know are thriving uh, and you're putting stuff in place to, to make them more effective and you just move on to the next and the next and the next and, and you slowly build it up and suddenly you have a much different law firm and things are going a lot smoother. So, Well, I think the, that 
attitude of running it like it's a business, you know, and realizing that there's more, there's more to a successful law firm than just being a great lawyer. You know, I, I know a lot of, 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 of lawyers who are just absolutely great lawyers, but they struggle in their business. Mm-hmm. And sometimes they don't really like that idea of having to be a businessman. But what you've kind of proven is that if you get a hold of all those business processes, you have a lot more freedom. It's not a cage. It's actually a gateway. Yes, absolutely. And part of building that business is identifying the things that you love doing in the business and the things that Mm -hmm. you just are drudgery for you that you dread, you're not good at, uh, it sucks the life out of you. So the goal is to figure out systems to delegate those areas to, to someone else or minimize the amount of time you have to spend in those areas. So you can really focus on the parts of the firm that that you are great at and you love. So I've been able to do that personally. It's taken a lot of work, uh, but I've gotten there. So and that's really the ultimate goal. I think that's great, great advice. It certainly has been a pleasure to have you on the podcast today, Troy. And it's it's a pleasure to have you as a client in our client family. I, I always hear great things from, from your coaches and the folks that are working with you that, you know, Troy really does approach this as from a business standpoint, and he's, he's a go-getter. So just, just a joy to have you here and have you in our client family. Yeah, no, I, I really appreciated it just being a part of this uh from the get-go you all have made it easy i'll give a shout out to amber uh she's been great to work with too so uh, i'm really happy um with with just how you all have set things up and you you all have great content too uh which messes with what we've been doing so it was just a a great awesome okay well thank you so much troy thank you for being with us and until next time I'm Jennifer Goddard with the Marketing Lawcast. Be sure to subscribe, like, and share with your friends. And we'll talk to you next week. Okay, let me stop the recording. That's a wrap for today's episode. And a big thank you to our sponsor, Quid Pro Quo. QPQ is your partner in law firm success, offering expert guidance on scaling, selling, and optimizing your practice. With a team of experienced professionals, they bring real-world insights to the table. Are you ready to take your law practice to new heights? Visit their website at www.quidproquolaw.com to learn more and start your journey toward a thriving and sellable law firm.